All right, boys, welcome back to Dangle Me This, a hockey podcast. I am your host for today, Lance, because Chris is on AirPods, and I thought it was going to be a, a little jarring if he did the intro. So, welcome back, boys. Mobile, baby. We, we're, we're mobile. We're, we're tech forward we're here mobile. on this podcast. Um, AI soon to be replacing us. Uh, welcome, Roland. Mobile Chris. by mobile by howdy, howdy. on my couch. <laughs> Listen, I, I respect it. So, dude, I'm like, I got the uh, playoff jitters here, dude. It's like the this is like Christmas Eve, but like on steroids. This is the regular season finale here, boys. Like, dude, it, it's, it's it, 2023 season's over. It just the eve of the playoffs. It just started hitting me uh, when Vegas was playing yesterday against Seattle. That it's like. I got to lock in and be like a fan here, right? Like I got to start like talking trash on Twitter and like just getting, uh-huh. getting a little rude. I don't know. It's just like, it's just like, I feel like I'm so used to them winning and being successful. It's like, I just got to lock in and be your stereotypical fan. Um, just double down. Yeah. I just got to be kind of a dickhead and just like really arrogant about the accomplishments. They, <laughs> they come across <laughs> in the playoffs. So like if Vegas win, Vegas wins the cup this year. Um, I'm going to be the guy that's just like in any Twitter argument, I just reply with a picture of Jack Eichel holding the Stanley Cup. So I respect uh, that. To I don't be even completely honest. Don't even have to worry about that. But it's yeah. auto response. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's literally. Yeah. Ends the argument, period. Yeah. Anyone tries to beef with a lightning fan. It's just the same two gifts of Hedman and Stamkos just raising the cup and just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, tough, tough shit, buddy. Yeah, I can't, I can't even argue. <laughs> like, I could call the Mickey Mouse cups, but I will not. Yeah, um, I mean, if you would have won it, I could have called it a Mickey Mouse Cup too. But yeah, no, I, I would have called it a Mickey Mouse Cup, and then replied with a picture of fucking Mark Stone holding the Stanley Cup. So, um, <laughs> just tears of joy. Yeah. So, starting out here, how have our teams looked this year? We got the Wings, Vegas, and Tampa. I guess we start with the Wings, Chris. Yeah, I think um, better than I thought. Still right. not good. They finished just below 500 um, on a team that I didn't think even would hit like 300. So, um, Jesus. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know. We just, we've been having goalie issues and the signing of Larkin, this just monstrosity deal. Like, <laughs> it was brutal. Um, I think like Kubalik and Peron and, even Kapu, I wasn't like super thrilled about. Like he, he's been a good addition to the team and stuff. So I think they're making the right moves. It's it's slower than I anticipated, or slower than I would have liked. But I'll be patient as they as they grow. There's there was players who I'm like, thank God, are gone. So it's moving in the right direction for sure. Yeah, I mean. Listen, I think things are moving slow in the grand scheme, but in the Iserman era, they're moving pretty fast. He's been the GM for what three, four years tops. About, yeah, about that. Um, I don't. know. I think the team's made some massive improvements. He, the moment he signed on to be the GM, they were hamstrung with some garbage fucking contracts, like Darren Helm, yeah. Justin Abdelkader, Danny DeKaiser, just like Franz Nielsen. And like, no offense to those guys, they were. You know, I enjoyed most of them. Most of their time as a Red Wing, to they, be honest. They but, did their part. Yeah, they did their, they part, did their part. But, you know, it's just it's, it's a bygone era, so it's time to move yeah. on. The old regime didn't want to part ways, and now, like, legit look at the wings. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a youth injection. Guys like Marco Casper, Jonathan Bergeron, Lucas Raymond, Valeno. And, you know, you also got... Yeah. Who's, who's that... Um, Obviously, there's Cider, but there's that other young kid on the... um 
on the wings. Uh, you're, oh, I don't know if you mentioned Elmer yeah, Soderblom. Soderblom. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Six yeah. foot eight, 246 yeah. pounds. He's a beastie boy. Monster. Oh, man. Um, so there's a lot of cool things. Like, I think this next year will be um, a much improved, much improved year. I like, honestly, we, uh, I don't know. I was going to say, I think they, they can make the playoffs yes, year, next year, but. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I think they it could. all comes all comes down to goaltending because I mean I don't want to say it, but like I dare imagine Billy Huso being like a you know the Detroit version of Carter Hutton guy has like a good season with the Blues comes over and then it just starts to go downhill. But he's he's been all right in his first season from what he's I've seen. Been yeah, pretty great. Mm-hmm. He's been like the only goalie that like won games yeah. at all. I mean, Ned, Ned's yeah. gone though. Yeah, Ned's gone. That's what a fucking disappointment that is because. I watched him play junior in Plymouth. I'm like, oh, he's a Red Wing. This is so cool. Like, I watched him. Like, oh, I was, I mean, realistically, it was a good signing. It was a good trade, even in its current state. Um, But just, man, he just, something ticked this year where he played 59 games last year at a 3-3-1 goals against and a 9-0-1 save percentage on a dog shit Red Wings team. So it's like, whatever, like, that's fine. This year, 15 games played. A three-five-three goals against and a, an eight-nine-five save percentage. Spent most of the year in fucking Grand Rapids. Wow, that's disappointing. Yeah. He couldn't stop a fucking beach ball. It was really depressing. I felt so bad for the guy. So, um, yeah. Upside, Billy Huso, I think, is here to stay uh, for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got what two or three years left. Uh, he's a stud. And then Magnus Helberg, fucking sweetest pads in the game. You know, not a difference maker. Had about a similar stat line to Nedeljkovic. It's looking like, but uh, he's also thirty-two and a journeyman. So you yeah, he, he's also just a beast with the sickest style in the league. So yeah, exactly. I mean, he had that one great game in Ottawa where they legit gave him the start, and he was just playing like almost lights out, man. I remember watching that game and just yeah, I really wish that he would get a legitimate shot. But I don't know. He's he's a good backup option for a lot of teams. But problem is that team has to be like a contender. Like you got to have a defense in front of that man. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he played 18 games this year with the Red Wings, so that's that's cool to see. It's probably the most he's ever played in the league. Uh, yeah, 100%. yeah, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, saw him. I think I he like made long prolonged eye contact with him when Chris and I were at the Golden Knights Red Wings game in Vegas. He just kind of stared at me because I was behind the Red Wings bench in warmups. He just just like taking a Who swig of his water. Magnus Helberg. Just oh, like yeah. taking a swig of his water and just stared at me. I was like, okay. Um, it's got one of the sickest names in hockey and one of the sickest pad setups. Magnus Helberg, bro. Like, no, damn. That's that is cool. I'd, I'd go to war for that guy any day, man. <laughs> but I think I might just be happy with the Red Wings season because Moritz Sider <laughs> tossed me a puck that has the Golden Knights and Red mm-hmm. Wings logo on it, and that was really cool. Um, that was super gnar. As an adult man, that made me way too excited. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, Red Wings oh, yeah. improved, uh, me- about met expectations, I guess, like maybe exceeded them. I think they exceeded them. I didn't, I think, I think under a little for his first season. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. nothing to complain about. I watched most Red Wings games. Um, a lot of players off to a slow start. The cop was off to a slow start, but he picked it up. Um, Kubelik, 20 goals. Like, fuck yeah. Perron, David Perron, 24 goals, 32 assists. Like, that's really yeah. good. David Perron, I know. I watched him play in Vegas for that one year. Wish he stayed. Uh, he's a beast. Pew Suter was pretty solid uh, towards the end of the season. 
Uh, Lucas Raymond was pretty good. Obviously, the the emergence of Jake Wallman was pretty cool because he was just like a throw in in the Nick Letty trade, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Where we got Sunquist Wallman in a second for Luke Witowski, uh, probably like the seventh time the Red Wings traded him and Nick Letty. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Jake Wallman. The the advanced analytics community loves him. All the numbers are blue. The percentiles are high. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest yep. downfall with Detroit was also the fact that they play in probably the most stacked division in the whole like league. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, I mean Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabers had forty wins, and depending on how they play against the Senators tomorrow, could probably have forty-one, and they missed the playoffs. And like, I can't think of a better segue to the Vegas Golden Knights with number one center Jack Eichel, who's made the playoffs. And Buffalo didn't. <laughs> so sad. Um, we finally get to see playoff Jack Eichel. I'm I'm here for it, man. We finally get to see playoff Jack Eichel. I have been number one Jack Eichel fan for the last probably two years at this point. Ever since there was like a sniff of him coming to Vegas. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I've had a Jack Eichel nameplate uh, above my door on my room for years. It was a Buffalo one. I've always been a Jack Eichel guy. So that's that was just a coincidence. Um yeah, no, he's uh he's a stud. He's about a point per game this year, and I want to say, can pull it up real quick. I want to say he played like close to seventy games. Yeah, sixty six games, sixty five points, twenty seven goals, thirty eight assists, plus twenty five. Not that that really matters too much, but yeah, that's a it's a solid season on a Vegas team that had everybody contributing. Like, there's a reason why Jack Eichel doesn't have fifty goals. Just fucking Michael Amadio and Chandler Steve or Chandler Stevens, um, William Carrier have almost twenty goals apiece. Yeah, like what the hell? Like everybody contributed this year. It was incredible. Yeah. Phil Kessel, fourteen goals, thirty-six points. Uh, Chandler Stevenson on the third line, third line center, sixty-four points. Like, yeah. uh, just look at the depth chart and look at the point totals. Even with all the injuries and whatnot, and all the players not not on that list because they're scratched or injured. Uh, it's just like a consistent point distribution across all four lines. They're rolling all four lines every night. And it reminds me a lot of the first year Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know what's also it's how you, one of the it's most... how you win games, dude. It's it's that yeah. depth when you have. I mean, same thing with basketball when you have a, a bench. Yeah, you can exactly. rely on because when you have like your you you put all your eggs in one basket if like your only players are your only good players are on one fucking line. You just get other. You can piece together a defense to like shut them down, and then you win games against teams like that easily or more easily i should say not easily but i would say easily yeah but i mean the more positive thing that i've noticed is william carlson's like rejuvenation under under cassidy he went from he had 43 goals in his first year and then it was just a downwards decline worse and worse every year he had 12 goals last season this year he's got 14 but he also has 53 points he has been a playmaking machine uh, I'm almost positive before they even played a game under Bruce Cassidy. We can go back and reference other podcasts. I said, I called 100% predicted my life on the line that there was going to be a William Carlson resurgence under Bruce Cassidy. You did. He's yeah. just that kind of player for that kind of coach. It just made way too much fucking sense to not happen. And it did. So that Love made me Love very happy. Um, All Cotter also out of fucking nowhere, man. That kid. <laughs> works so hard i love yeah. paul cotter uh canton michigan native you love that um yeah, 
yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's a beast. Uh, you know, eighteen points, fifty five games, pretty much playing on the fourth line, thirteen goals, not bad. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh he's a hard worker. He gets healthy scratched here and there because we have the uh with the trade deadline additions of like Barbashev and Bluger and stuff, and Keegan Colasar never getting healthy scratched for whatever reason. No offense to him, but you know <laughs> maybe would have liked to see a couple guys slotted in ahead of him for a few games. But <laughs> you could just tell though when Cotter's on the ice. Like he, oh, he yeah. could feel his presence, and I think that's so crucial. Just fast, he just skates hard. He, just, he plays hard. He plays like he just wants to be there, and it's just, it's just so apparent. Yeah. That's just you. You love those guys. Uh, yeah, Otter in the shootout too. Like, come oh on, man, silky mitts. Filthy. Holy shit! Filthy. Yeah, the kid's nasty. So, he's had that in him the whole time. You love to see it. Uh, just a couple more notes on Vegas before we move on to Roland's Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, the emergence, the relatively quick and immediate emergence of Pavel Dorofeev, who I've been saying for years is going to be good. He never got a fucking proper NHL shot at all. He's 22, uh, came from the KHL, the the VHL, whatever like weird Russian junior hierarchy they have down there. Um, kid's nasty. 17 games with Vegas this year, seven goals, two assists, but his seven goals were in like eight games. Yeah. <laughs> he's nasty. Yeah, he's, on fire. he's really good. He's got a wicked release, man. <laughs> wicked release. He's always in a good spot. Stick on the ice. Filthy in the shootout as well. But you love to see that. Um, yeah, just you know, final notes. Ivan Barbashev was an unbelievable acquisition. He gets just to the front of the net. He just he, he just fucking torpedoes through dudes. He's a beast. <laughs> 15 points in 22 games too. Like guy, guy's definitely putting in work. Yeah, let's uh let's get him back if we can. 100%. I I don't think Robin Leonard's coming back next year. That's just my take. I don't know him personally, but he's just going through all that financial bullshit and he had like fucking four surgeries, like whatever, like I don't know. Just write out the next two years of your contract, collect your collect your money and just your body is probably just got to get be given up at that point. Like when you're 6'4", 240, and you've been playing in the NHL for, like, that almost long. 15 years, yeah. it looks like, since 2010. Uh, yeah, like, knee, shoulder, hip, like, double hip surgery, I think. <laughs> knee surgery, shoulder so surgery. Dude, and he's fuck, fucking a massive human being. He's fucking yeah. massive. So, like, he's, yeah, his body's taking a beating. So, yeah. It also doesn't help that, like, Logan Thompson just stepped into a world of his own and basically became Vegas's starter. <clears throat> That's my... Fucking guy. He, yeah, he's locked up for another like two seasons at the same cap hit, like under a million dollars. No, you're not gonna tell me Vegas is not gonna ride this guy. I mean, dude, seven hundred and sixty-six thousand dollar cap hit. That's robbery. I actually genuinely feel bad for him. Um, but I don't at the same time. He's I. Oh. That was another prediction I made that Logan Thompson was gonna be the fucking guy because I watched him play in the AHL. I watched him win AHL goal of the year. Watched him play in person, Henderson. Kids, kids got it. I just knew he had it. I was right about that too. But continue. Yeah, no, that's that's really all it is. But like overall, you'd say Vegas probably exceeded expectations for like a first season under Cassidy, oh, wouldn't you? Fucking massively, dude. I said Calgary yeah. was going to win the Pacific, and we'll get to that. Jesus Christ! But <laughs> I, I had Vegas finishing third, I think, in the Pacific. Just trying to be, trying to be level headed. Obviously, in the back of my mind, I'm like, let's fucking go, Jack Eichel. Ah. Like I'm just like going crazy, but. I'm trying to be a rational human being. Um, I had them finishing like second or third in the Pacific behind Edmonton and Calgary, I believe. So, um, yeah, no, incredible season. I'm fucking jacked for the playoffs. Um, 
Yeah, holy shit, let's go. Good one. But we're moving on to right, Roland's TB. Hit MBA lighting. Well, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I'm not upset, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. but I'm kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Could have seen us contending for third in the division, but at the same time, though, no one, or second in the division, my bad, no one expected Boston to come out swinging the way they did. Everyone expected them to be a band of geriatrics and retirement home escapees, but yeah, me, somehow, <laughs> somehow, yeah, somehow they just managed to defy all the odds, and Tampa Bay and Toronto, they were on, on a freaking collision course since November. Everyone knew that was going to be the matchup. Like no so one, upsetting. <laughs> dude, the closest time, the closest we were ever to catching Boston was unironically in November. I think we were like five points back of Boston and like Patrice Bergeron probably hit some smelling salts and just carried that team to what whatever it is they are now. So, I mean, honestly, with Tampa, it's it's been a it's been a year, you know, it um, it's cup or bust as always. Same time, though. Tanner Janot just got injured. He's he's not day to day, that's for sure. So we're gonna miss him against the Leafs. Pierre Edward Belmar has goat. respectfully goat, by the way, but respectfully he's fallen off of a cliff. Like uh, he's better as a golden knight. Not, yeah, better, way better as a golden knight. Problem is, like he just I don't know what it is with him. Like the bottom six now that we've lost Janot, it's kind of lacking. I will say though, I'm. Well, it's also a mixed bag on defense because Hedman's had one of his worst offensive years in a long time. But I'm very pleasantly surprised with the emergence of uh, both Darren Radish and Nick Perbix making the jump from like the minors to um, like cracking the NHL roster regularly, night in, night out, which is freaking insane. Same time, though, very disappointed in defensive terrorist and home wrecker Ian Cole. <laughs> I I will say it, man. Like that guy. No, no wonder the Canes didn't give him a thank you graphic when that guy left. They 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 knew what was up. Ann Arbor, Michigan native, by the way. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> he's he's no McDonough. He doesn't really do the job right. He makes mistakes, sure, but mo- moment of times, like the moment of times, the number of times. In my head, I've already said this is such an Ian Cole moment through this season. Heard you say that. Yeah. Same, like... He's just a meme now. He is a meme. He's been a meme. With the Lightning, (laughs) like... This is gonna be kind of shocking, because everyone knows me as, like, the resident Lightning fan. I just haven't really kept up with them this season. Like, the regular season to me completely meaningless because the expectation and the reality is you're probably finishing top three in the Atlantic guaranteed like this isn't a wild card team and like it's just it's not meaningful hockey really because you know the group is gonna go unless you pull a Pittsburgh and just nosedive off a cliff which hopefully we won't next season knock on wood but I mean it's it's always cup or bust and like that's the thing I'm just I've been so spoiled by this hockey team that like I can't emotionally invest myself in a regular season game. I shit you not. That's fair. Turned on turned on the Sabres versus Rangers game. I have never been more invested in the Buffalo Sabres that I watched that entire game, including the shootout. And when Devin Levy stopped 
who was it, Mika Zibanejad or whatever, on like the final attempt to like save the game. No, it was Kapo Kako. It was when, when he stopped him, the you know, you know, the meme, my longest yeah boy ever. That's what I felt for Devin Levy and the Buffalo Sabres. Like that was meaningful hockey. I was rooting for and them was, heavy. Dude, same. And I was like, damn, I wish I felt this way about Tampa again. But I'm just <laughs> like Yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm happy with the lightning. But make me feel something in May when we're lifting Lord Stanley. Well, I mean, you'll have to get through Vegas first, of course, but... Of course, yeah. Um, You're going to have to get through the Leafs, too, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, we'll see when we get there. Overall... I, I got Tampa in four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's, all right, let's move our, on, man. Our predictions? Um, like, I, I can't remember any of your guys offhand, but um, I know, like, I was on the, on the Jason Robertson train. I was too, and it sure. panned out very well. So uh, <laughs> Jason yeah. Robertson had a year, man. That panned he out very had... well. Oh, it sucks that he stayed in Dallas for all of us. <laughs> Would have been better as a wing or a bolt. Sort of. Yeah, holy fuck. Forty-six but... goals, sixty-three assists for hundred and nine points in eighty-one games. Craziest season, man. Cap friendly yeah. doesn't, doesn't even know that. Cap friendly has eighty games and he's hundred and six points, so he just had a three-point night. So good for him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah three-point against Dallas or uh, St. Louis. Uh, yeah, no, Jason Robertson. He like believes what's going on. Like you can just see in his face, he's like another goal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can we? No one talks about him. Like. What? Why? Like, I don't hear. He's, he's the Braden point of the West because he plays in a southern market. That's why. Yeah, people just yeah. talk about the southern area teams. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no, but yeah, 106, 109. Yeah, points. They will. There. They will, depending on how well they play. So, yeah, he's a, he's a fucking beast. Northville, Michigan. Not a lot of Michigan. Love it. Uh, yeah. Connect the dots tonight. Yeah. Ian Holt. Ian Cole. Coming out of the mitten. Ian Cole wrecking homes out of Ann Arbor and Jason Robinson fucking. Angle snap sale out of Northville. So, yeah, because uh, they never sucks. <laughs> oh, well, you're not wrong. Anyways, um, uh, Bruins, my, uh, how they Ow. got that many Ow, wins bro. out of control. Like, they're, they're a spooky team. Someone needs to stop them. And I do <laughs> not, I do not have faith in the Florida Panthers. <laughs> no. I remember vividly. And I'm probably all of us at the same thing. I know Roland and I were on the same page that this team was gonna blow chunks. This team was gonna fucking stink. They were like, oh, they're getting the band back together. They're all old and slow. And yeah. I have never. I mean, the greatest season in NHL history. It's just a fact. It's not like a. It's not it's like not a, an opinion. No, it's no. not an opinion. It's a statistical fucking fact. Sixty-four wins out of eighty-two games, or eighty-one, eighty games rather. But oh, oh do they win tonight. Uh, I they sixty four wins. I had, I had sixty three wins. They play tomorrow against Montreal. Oh, okay, That's congratulations on hitting sixty four. Um, yeah, yeah. I, well, I this team has left me speechless. Like when you look at it on paper, uh, pre deadline, I'd say before, uh, Dmitry Bobby Orlov over there fucking <laughs> started tearing it up. Um, and and Tyler Bertuzzi, which was an unbelievably smart acquisition. Uh nearly a point per game uh just kind of fits oh, wow. that mold yeah 15 points 20 yeah. games so i'll say nearly i'll give him nearly how about one. freaking linus olmark playing just oh. some of the most unreal goalie of his life bro like 40 wait what is that 40 no it's games played i don't know where to get the wins hold up give me one second but i know he's up there i mean dude 
49 games played for Linus Allmark. I don't see the wins or losses on cap friendly. 40 wins, six oh. losses, one in overtime. <laughs> with a, That's insane. With a, and we're at the end of the season, by the way. Played over half of it. A 189 goals against with a 938 save percentage. I don't think I've ever seen Dominic Hoshik do that. Jeremy Swayman. Fuck? His tandem partner. 23 wins, 6 losses in regulation, 4 in overtime with a 922. Like, if that ain't if that ain't getting the Jennings this year, I don't know what the hell is, bro. Here's the real kicker that I just kind of made up this scenario in my head. Do they have to trade Jeremy Swayman? Like, what does he re-sign for? Because he's clearly an NHL starter, caliber starter. He's a pending um, RFA. I, I think they keep him. Cause... I would hope they do. I'm just saying, you know, like, yeah, I mean he's 24. I mean, Linus Allmark is 29. So I don't know you got. I think you make some moves to keep both. And like the chemistry there is insane. They're clearly feeding off of each other. They're so happy when they win. They get like that goalie hug they've been doing. Um, the hug it out, yeah, dude. I watched their the Bruins have a fantastic series on their YouTube channel. I think it's narrated by Dennis Leary. It's like the HBO the kind B. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So behind the B, every time I watch that, that fucking team is like the most cohesive charismatic like best friends forever team i've ever seen i've never seen a group of professional athletes smile and be as happy as these fucking guys are it is incredible incredible it's it's boys club mentality at its finest except it's in a good way like yeah it's so nuts like so many players have bought into the system like patrice bergeron didn't have to come back took a pay cut at two two and a half david krejci could have probably demanded more only took one million like and then it's it's just so crazy how well these guys click and then how they were able to make the um cap moves to get Dmitry Orlov in at like 1.275 Bertuzzi what's what's his cap hit at it's only 2.37 like it's almost like a it's like a it's like a recipe to success or like it's like a a well-known secret or whatever for when you start seeing professional athletes take pay cuts to stay with a certain team like you you're like oh fuck all right that's, that's the team to watch yeah that's <laughs> why tampa was able to stay competitive for so long like stamkos could have taken way more money to go play in toronto or wherever the hell because you know mm-hmm. everyone was talking about him then he just signs in tampa same thing with headman then palat johnson all of those guys start to buy in and then you get a two stanley cups at the end of the day how and, you know yep. How happy are you that Stamkos wasn't the first pajama boy like Tavares was? <laughs> oh yeah, we Very were real happy. close there to that happening. We would have been calling Stamkos pajama boy probably, but <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, well, Tavares would have been a bolt. So when uh, Tavares was traded to Toronto, a picture like went out to the media of him sleeping in his childhood bed with Leafs pajamas on. Oh. <laughs> so like he's like he's like a lifelong Leafs fan. Um, yeah. So I think Islanders fans are maybe I I, I make just I just make this up. I don't know. People started calling him Pajama Boy. Yeah. So yeah, that's that happened. Yeah, this this Bruins team is scary. Everything is clicking in all the right places, and it's just one of the deepest teams I've seen in so long. Here's the thing, though: Do they go the way of the '96 Red Wings and just shit their pants in the finals and lose? With That's like the if they get greatest there. season ever, or the the bolts were. Did you guys get swept by Columbus or reverse? Swept? We got swept. Swept oh, by Columbus. We don't have the words. We know you don't want to hear them, but holy. Fuck. See, we played. Uh, we played twenty minutes in game one, 
and then did not come alive until the last 10 minutes of game four. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not, that's all coming back to me. That's a painful memory. I just dug up when I saw, when I saw the admin tweet, well, 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 after the first period and we were up three zero, I was like, surely this could not age like milk. Oh boy. It aged. It aged like milk in the Sahara on a warm summer day. Yeah. It aged like milk in my Vegas driveway. Um, Ugh. yeah Brutal. so i i yeah. like this bruins team so like here's the thing like, usually when teams are on top like that you tend to have like an adverse reaction like oh, i don't want these fuckers to win and they're they're yeah, always no. so good i like this team i like everyone on that team to so, some of these guys it might be the last hurrah i mean krejci's 36 bergeron's 37 i mean we already spoke about age at the start of the season and like you know they defied that then okay but this is the playoffs now this is a different beast you're going to the same team minimum. <clears throat> four four games in a row against them so like you know marshawn's 34 he's not getting any younger like some of these guys this year and all right you know we won in 20 what was it 2011 i think think, yeah 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 2011 all right we won in 2011 good luck to the next successors and then just not have first round draft picks until 2025 right like all right cool bye it's legit cup or bust for these guys if you are branding yourself as the greatest NHL team, like the pressure was on Tampa, everyone's like, oh, they're going to have a cakewalk against Columbus. Are, are they really going to have a cakewalk against the Florida Panthers? Like, I anything can happen. I hope so. I mean, listen, Matthew I Chuck want them to win. I want that them team to win. in the playoffs, fucking kicking and screaming, like just barely scraping by. They got in. They're good for them. Uh, yeah, Bruins, wow, just... I don't even know how to cap this off. Just Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I like him. Listen, Vegas gets out early. I wouldn't hate to see them win a cup. And you would not catch me saying that a couple years ago. I'm like, oh, Boston again. Fucking boring. But I don't know. Just like Mm -hmm. something about like an older Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand being like weirdly likable because he just kind of just like isn't afraid to talk shit to people. He also matured a lot with his game too. Like he's no longer the goon. He's the guy that just wants to get the play done, really. Right. I think that that has mm-hmm. yeah, the I used biggest to hate thing. him. And now I'm yeah. like, wait, I kinda like this guy. Oh, I, <laughs> I love him. Crazy. He's a beast. Like uh one of the behind the B episodes, he brought his I think it was like his stepson or his son into like the team photo shoot day and like had him all dressed up in the <laughs> hockey gear and like was taking pictures with him. He was like a really like sweet dude. Like he's know, one of the best. Yeah. Good, good, good wholesome scenes over there in Boston constantly funny story about marshawn my brother sent me a text it was like like our whatever i think lance one of our group texts together and mm-hmm. we're just like hey what's everyone up to and evan sh- sends like a screen or a picture from like the upper bowl of the bruins red wings game and i'm like <laughs> wait that's in boston what the fuck <laughs> so he was <laughs> yeah. at the game uh and then he showed up the next following day for uh i think uh justin's daughter's birthday and uh he takes off his i'm like why do you have your jacket on and he's like oh you noticed huh <laughs> he unzips it and he's got a marshawn jersey on that's awesome oh my God. that's so sick <laughs> here we are i love it yeah. collecting so, jerseys if it's if it ain't our team let's go bees mm-hmm. yeah i can get behind I like that it. um moving Speaking of on bees say beers Bad segue, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll horrific segue. We'll yeah. 
Oh, Buffalo. Yeah, there we go. There's the connection. God, fuck. I'm horrible at this. See, that's why we let Chris do this, but he's on AirPod mode. Yeah, you guys said, let's yeah. go to Buffalo. But yeah, you didn't, so. Pokemon, um, go to the polls. God, dude. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, what Sabres. a season, man. For the Sabres. Let me, let me pull up their, their, their roster depth chart real quick. So I'll say it. Alex Tuck, superstar. Obviously, he plays with Tage Thompson, so it's like whatever. But like, yeah, I love Alex Tuck. I wish we didn't have to trade him. Uh, 72 yeah. games this year, 35 goals, 42 wow, assists, uh, over a point per game, 1.07 points per game. God, I love Alex <laughs> Tuck. I've loved Alex Tuck since day one in Vegas. I mean, yeah. fuck, he yeah. was he was supposed to be that guy in Vegas. Like he was supposed to be the young guy that would come in and you know rejuvenate things. But you know, he was guess it just never panned out. He, 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 I mean, he was. He played great. He was fantastic I, I think, in Vegas. I think yeah, he, he did. was. I think it was a huge hit for him, them to lose him. But I need mean, to get Jack yeah. Eichel too. But at the same time, though, I, I still do like, that trade. I because ah, here's the thing: the, Alex yeah. Tuck, who doesn't. Top, you know, top six winger, Jack Eichel, bona fide number one center, Franchise always, center. no matter what, with yeah. term. So, I mean, I still do that deal 10 out of 10 times. I love Jack Eichel right. to death. Um, well, because everyone's like, everyone was happy. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted, Eichel wanted out of Buffalo. Buffalo wanted him out of Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> everyone, everyone won on that deal. Alex Tuck comes home to be the hometown boy. He's probably going to be the next captain when Kyle Pozo leaves. If he is, I'm buying a, a goat head Tuck jersey with a C on it. God. 100%. 100% he Still one of my best jersey swaps to this day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable work. Yeah. We'll never forget that one. Yeah. But yeah. I, this Sabres team scary good like Rasmus Dahlin 72 points in 76 games Dylan Cousins quietly put up a 31 goal season Victor Olofsson put up 26 Jack Quinn for his rookie season he came in pretty hot too Owen Power not bad 35 points in 77 games on like a second pairing like his team there's a lot to be excited about for the future except if your name is Henry Yokiharu or Jacob Bryson in that case you should be scared or if your name's Zemgus Gergensons, I have no follow-up to that. I just really wanted to say his name. <laughs> From what I've heard and what I've seen on all social media, Henry Yokiharu and Jacob Bryson, people of Buffalo, want them both like on like their heads on sticks. Like it's bad. I mean, Yokiharu was also like one of the reasons the Devils scored a goal last night. Yeah, Yoki Haru, 58 games, 12 points as a defenseman, 9 is 10. Not the best. I mean, it's not necessarily what he's there to do. Jacob Bryson, 9 points, 58 games, minus 25. Again, plus minus, not the most relevant stat, but when you're minus 25 as a defenseman, I feel like there's a problem. Um, ugh, yeah, I don't know. It's somehow. I was going to make the comment that, like, you know, Buffalo was just in a tough division. Yada yada, but are. looking yeah. at their points though, they wouldn't have made the playoffs in any division with 87 points. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, just minute room for improvement. But yeah, Devin Levy came at the wrong time. Like, if he was there sooner, probably would have changed, but I'm glad he got there when he did because it gave them hope and that carried them. The Sabres were alive until April, which is something over the last 10 years. No one has ever said. I mean, shit, Red Wings were yeah, it's a matter of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, scary. Yeah, it was a matter of like 
what four or five games maybe yeah i kept them out so also quick thing of note how the hell does Jacob Bryson have a worse plus minus than Rasmus Ristolainen? Ooh, yeah, unrelated. Let me pull up Rasmus Ristolainen. I know he is like one of the worst players ever. Like he didn't have a money. goal in what he didn't have a goal till like February or March or something like that. Yeah. Check that, because I'm pretty sure Risto went without a goal for so long. <laughs> All I know is he's got another $20 million left in his contract over the next four years, and then he's made $40 million up until this point in his career. So We love Chuck Fletcher in this household. <laughs> yeah, listen, the guy the guy has collected bag after bag after bag after bag, with people constantly calling him the worst player ever. So, <laughs> fuck it. Good for him. Keep keep it going, buddy. I hope you get fucking $10 million in the next contract. I don't care. You know... There's, I like to tell myself something whenever I'm depressed. Like, if Rasmus Ristolainen can wake up, get out of bed, and get a 5.1 million by five years, then you two can do anything you want. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Fletcher really screwed the pooch this this deadline. Jeez, we couldn't couldn't dump anybody. Um, and then you got fucking people like Ron Hextall. Anyone who's like connected to Flyers formerly or currently just kind of fucking blew their load this year it's weird <laughs> it's one of the ways to say it yeah i mean it's just bad just bad also calgary about to beat san jose don't like that go sharks need them to win out uh, and win every game so they don't get Connor bedard thank you very much um yeah i don't know back to the uh back to the sabers enough detours pretty solid i mean minor tweaks here and there i think they're a playoff team within the next couple of years. Again, I've probably been saying that for the past seven years, but you know, a couple of tweaks. Yeah, but they're, they're so there. close. They're, yeah, they're so, so close. close. Yeah. Too many it's guys maturing right in their early twenties that are just like yeah. gonna be studs or are studs currently. Personally, you have the assets this season. You basically have your core. You have your guys. I think it's time that you start getting a little bold. Maybe dangle that first round pick. See if you can get a right side defenseman to upgrade over Henry Yokoharu. And there you go. It's time. Let's do this. Sabres like Devin Levi locked in for the next three years. Eric Comrie, he's there too. I mean, it's, it's all, it's, it's clear that like, yeah, he's there too. But like Craig Anderson, he's probably not coming back. I mean, UPL, UP, yeah, pretty good. He's pretty good. UPL's pretty good, but I, I, I don't know like how accurate it is, but I heard that they wanted to maybe move on from him. But same time, though, hey, three goalies, man. You got to do something. All I know is I live in Vegas land where three goalies is not enough. Yeah, You need five, you need five minimum because we had gotta five wins. Jonathan Quick. Dude, Jonathan Quick <laughs> came up clutch for us. He's won like five or six games. So that was, that was a good insurance policy for a seventh round pick. No, absolutely. Um. Yeah, Buffalo, pretty much almost there. So, yep. Moving on, uh, what have been the most shocking performances of the year? Bad and good, or studs versus duds? I definitely, I definitely think uh, Columbus being as bad yes. as they are. Yeah, because I think preseason we're like, wow, okay, there's some like good pieces going to, to Columbus. Like, yeah, this could be good. Um, and then they just completely shit the bed. Uh, Washington playing as bad as they have. The Capitals were a big shock, yeah. Um, 
I think the Columbus one is shocking just because they're the last place team in the league right now. They got two games left and they're last place in the NHL. So I kind of hope they get Bedard over any other team in the bottom four, to be honest with you. If, if I like Columbus, Columbus gets Bedard, it's the good ending. Like, yeah. If he goes to Chicago, there's no one there to help him. If, if he goes to San Jose, there's no one there to help him. It sounds like I'm not what? watching hockey ever again. Yeah, like what? he's gonna he's gonna be waiting for Alex Barabanov to dish him the puck every night. If he goes to Columbus, he's at least got like Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Laine, Kent Johnson, Cole Sillinger, Kirill Marchenko, and then Zach Wierenski on the back end. Goalies though, you're on your own there, dude. But yeah, dude, he's he's going to San Jose. It's a California team. That shit's rigged. I uh, dude, it's, it's so it's not that I don't want him on the Sharks. I mean, I don't, but I, I wouldn't care. It's their fucking broadcast. Their broadcast, not the people <laughs> on their broadcast. It's not the people. People are fine. Great, in fact. Their camera angle at the whatever the fuck arena they play in the SAP Center, the fucking barnyard. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> oh, God, it's so far away. It's if you have you ever seen the gif of Sting, the wrestler up in the stands where he's like a million miles away and like the camera's zooming <laughs> yeah. out. It's that's what it feels like watching a fucking Sharks game on TV. And their camera's oh. zooming in and out so rapidly. Like, it gives me, like, motion sickness. It's like the cameraman's, like, six miles away, like, in the building across the street. And, oh, here comes Eric Carlson. Let me zoom in rapidly so I can see every detail. Just stay zoomed in, man. Like, well, what's going on in that fucking arena camera setup? That's my grievance <laughs> That's with the funny. Sharks. That's the only reason I, I don't want Bernard to go there. I won't watch a game, so. I mean, yeah, that too. But it's just their broadcast is unwatchable, and I, I want to watch mm. Connor Bedard. And I will not do it if he's a shark. Um, so, but yeah, back to the uh, the shocking performances. I mean, the Blues. Yeah, they're just like very mid, lower tier mid. Yeah, mm. they they fell off hard. I mean, and I'm. Well, to be fair, the Ducks never really had any expectations there to begin with. I mean. It's just weird, like you have like Trevor Zegras, who like everyone just like loves, but for sure, who's a little douche. But I mean, last place in the Pacific. See ya, Anaheim, negative one hundred and twenty-seven goal differential with John. (laughs) Get John Gibson the fuck out of there! Like, does he love living in Anaheim? Like, he must, because like John Gibson, you are the Buffalo Sabers backup. John Gibson is not a bad goalie, like. That's the thing. He, I still think he's an elite level goalie, but like his stats would probably tell you otherwise because of just how just upsetting that team is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, every time I watch the Ducks play, it's like, and the Ducks lose seven to one. John Gibson faced eighty shots. What? You know, you know what's you know what's actually been my <laughs> most favorite part this season, the night where the Kings played the Ducks and. Gibson came out of his goal to challenge Copley or whatever. And then the Kings quote <laughs> tweeted them saying Phoenix Copley has more wins than your entire franchise. <laughs> I remember that and I was funny. like, damn. Cause like, and then the, the final game of the season for the ducks, I think is also against the Kings. And then they they tweeted that video of Gibson coming out, like, can't wait to do this again on Friday or whatever. And then, you know, it's obviously the video of uh, Gibson coming out and the whole, like, line brawl happening. And then the Kings were like, guess we really have to do this again. Phoenix Copley wins 24. Anaheim Ducks wins 23. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. 
Oh, brutal. Um, so I don't know, I, maybe like the last segue would be like Seattle making Seattle, yes, class. yes, studs, oh. yeah, in the stud category. I mean, I mm-hmm. I feel like you can put a lot of the Pacific in there. I didn't think the uh, Oilers. I, I thought the Oilers were going to do decent. I didn't think LA was going to do as good as they did. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. Despite their goaltending woes, like remember the night we were watching Seattle LA and it was like nine eight or something. Yeah, we were like doing that? the podcast, like all right, score up days. Uh, it's oh, like okay. fucking ten to nine. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I, I told my dad earlier in the year this when I was watching a Seattle game. I was like, Dad, you gotta watch these guys. They're fun as hell. Like their broadcast is having a good time. Their team is scoring. They look like a cohesive unit. They got Jared McCann mm-hmm. just fucking dangle snipe Sally every night. Dude's got like forty goals, like eighty he points does. or some shit. Like what the hell? Like isn't isn't that who the Leafs gave up to save Kerfoot? Yep. <laughs> and and they want Kerfoot gone. Like he's the fucking sacrificial lamb in Toronto right now. We quick off topic. Does Kyle Dubas have a job next year? If they don't win the cup, no, <laughs> no, no. This is Damn. this is the best Leafs team that there is on paper. I mean, we'll get into that later, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's more questions than answers surrounding him. I'd say. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty solid. I think uh, I think we can move on to what's been the biggest disappointment for me this year because I predicted them winning the Pacific, the Calgary flames um and we have on the dock here coaching daryl sutter to blame yeah hold on i don't want i don't want to like cut you off but speaking of calgary flames nikita zadorov just scored a hat trick how i have no idea i really would have rather had san jose win that game so they don't get counter bedard but dude Man, of all like of all people to That's score a hat trick. Yeah, what the hell? Wait, it's three one. Zadorov scored all three. He scored all three goals. Yeah, give him the, the last eight one by was eight. unassisted. That had to be an empty netter. Dude. Maybe everyone's just wearing Zadorov jerseys, and it wasn't really him. Maybe, Maybe. NHL.com is broken. So like whoever's doing the stat cast, like oh, these teams <laughs> suck. I'm gonna watch watch Real Housewives while this fucking shits on. Just out, oh, go yeah. up, click, and Zadorov was the first player on the list. Elliot Friedman just tweeted, this is something I thought, this is not something I'd see tonight. Hey, good for him. That's crazy. Have yourself a game, even though it's kind of meaningless. Kind of, it's extremely meaningless, because they fucking blow. <laughs> Holy shit. I've been swearing a lot this podcast, but luckily I put the little explicit tag, I put the little explicit tag on there, it's fine. Yeah. Um, God. Fuck the Calgary Flames for making me look like a moron, first of all. Um, I was like, oh yeah, they got the Kadri and Huberto. They're gonna be sick, dude. Fucking, I think Matthew Kachuk had as many points as Huberto and Kadri combined. Yeah. How upsetting is that? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, just crumbled. Huberto, by the way, still on a the last year of his deal with Florida at five point nine million. He has a, a fresh eight year contract with a full NMC all eight years starting next year. Hold on, hold on. You smell that? You, you, you smell that? And it smells like a buyout? It smells like regression. Enjoy Ooh, it, Flames fans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, 55 points in 78 games is not a bad season, but it is a bad season when you're about to make $10.5 for the next eight years, and last season you had 115 points. So, Jesus. Uh, yeah, less than half... <clears throat> 
It seemed like they were just dealing with so much like bullshit off the ice. Yeah, because Daryl Sutter's a moron. And like, listen, they their season was on the line. Season uh, against Nashville, I believe. It's a shootout. They have so many superstars in their team. They could have sent out anybody from Kadri to Huberto to Mangiapane, uh, Elias Lindholm, Tyler Toffoli. uh, Just so many people that could have scored, right? Even some defensemen. They sent out season on the line in the shootout. Nick Ritchie. <laughs> season on the line. Nick Ritchie. He's listed as a scratch well, let tonight. Let me guess he didn't score. No, because he fucking, no, he blew it. And they, they're out of the playoffs, which I was rooting against them for how stupid they made me look. So that, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's what a I, that's I, fine. I, one less Canadian team in the playoffs. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, listen. I went on uh, Flames Reddit immediately after that happened. And let me see if I can find the exact post I saw on Calgary Flames Reddit. Uh, give me one second. They were they were not too happy over there in in the old digital saddle dome. Uh, Calgary Flames Reddit. Let's see if I can find the post. They talk a lot on here. What the hell? Should, oh, the word Richie is just a constant here. Um, <laughs> Nick Ritchie, are you fucking insane or senile, Daryl? Are you out of your fucking mind? Was the top post on their Reddit. And that was it. It was just the title. <laughs> and the old man officially snapped. Fire him yesterday. Yeah. So. He'll be gone. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has to be. He's just a just dinosaur mindset. Him and Tortorella, to be honest. Like, those guys just are just going off the fucking rails. <laughs> did we what ever talk about towards like, scratching himself? We never talked about his healthy scratches for himself. <laughs> yeah. He did it like multiple times. How do you do that? Is that allowed? No idea. Yeah, I mean, I it clearly know. is. Interesting. I don't know. Batman's like, you're doing what? <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, Flames, big old stinky, made me look like a fucking idiot. Um, so did the Bruins, though, but yeah. that one's fine. I'm fine with that one. This is just a, a monumental year. Like, like so much know, has happened. Because our, our, our podcast came out and they're like, guys, this is going to be a fun year. Everyone. I'd say so. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's just like, there's so many like crazy milestones. So like, so I guess we can move the Penguins down to your milestones because the Penguins have been eliminated from the playoffs. Literally the first like the time longest. in 16 years. Man. Dude, they had the longest active playoff streak in every major sport. That's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, that's impressive. Like I don't even know who I don't even know who would have the longest for any of those other I mean NFL's hard, but let's see. Uh aside yeah, from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um this is all giving me I guess it would be basketball. This is surprisingly hard data to find. Oh, here we go. Um, this one says the uh, Seattle Sounders in soccer. So I don't really know if that's the Golden State missed a couple years ago. I think the Dodgers currently have ten consecutive seasons of making the postseason, so they now own the longest streak. Interesting. Mm, Okay. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's 16 years ago. Sid was 18 when the Penguins last missed the playoffs. 
Is it I like, mean, damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird not seeing the pens. No, it is. And the cap- well, capitals, I mean, they're hit or miss too, but it's like no yeah. city, no OV. It, down. I think it's weird. It's weird. I think both of those teams will be fun. And I think we'll see them back yeah. as soon as next year. I think it's just like, I don't know, like whatever Ron Hextall was doing in Pittsburgh, he just made them he older needs- and slower and worse. And that's why they he the needs playoffs. to lay off the Zaza, bro. I'll just say it. <laughs> yeah, smoking on that. Yeah, it's a very like ebb and flow back. team. And I think they just got caught in like the, uh, in the ebb. You know, the downswing. Yeah. Two ways. Jeff Carter for another year, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Hang on. What happens if you hang on to players too long? Fucking let it go. Mikhail Granlund, like, for another couple years at 5 million. Brian Rust is already 30. Holy shit. Oh, Mikhail Granlund had a uh, pretty fire season with Pittsburgh uh, after he got traded there at the deadline. He had. Uh, 20 games and five points. So, Mikhail Grandin looking pretty special in uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh with only two years left in his contract. So, let's keep it going, Mikhail. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big contributor. Ugh, that's um, rough. Fred's missed the playoffs. They got sold to, uh, what was it, 880 mil? Did they? they just got, the team got sold, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that was earlier this year, right? Yeah. I think so. Had to be. Uh, I don't know. I saw it. Oh no! Yeah, seventeen hours ago, Nashville Predators sale closing at eight hundred eighty million. No, uh, sure. Nashville Predators has set to be sold to former Tennessee Governor Jimmy Haslam. No, oh, yeah, I heard something about him. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look into who was the guy buying it, but well, we know they aren't moving. The guy's born and raised Tennessee, so. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. that's such a good spot. Like that's so clutch for Nashville, like downtown Nashville. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's a sweet fucking uh, arena too. We went to a, we went. To, I don't think it was a playoff game, but we went right before playoffs. Uh, my brother and my cousin and I, and we had a That's... great time. Great time. He uh, um, also owns the Cleveland Browns. Apparently, it's pretty crazy. Really? Okay. Yeah, he does. He owns the Cleveland Browns. He used to own the Pittsburgh Steelers. This guy's loaded. What, what the fuck yeah. is going on? No and, and he owns an MLS team in the Columbus Crew. Bro is just collecting oh. franchises like Infinity Stones. That's honestly crazy. Yeah. The Predators want to try to text your them. buddies, be like, "Hey, I bought an NHL team." You're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I would. I mean, listen, I would buy the Coyotes right now. I'd keep keep them where they're at, and I would just, you know, still be a tax haven for other teams, basically. It would be a money laundering scheme, bro. That's what the coyotes are. That's all they are. And that's all right. We love them for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I else? Mean, Everything is else is just it's all, based, but it's yeah. but it's huge. Um Eric Carlson with a hundred point season as defenseman is humongous. We need to talk about that for sure. Like, nah, there's no <laughs> way you can just mention that. He's back. Like, How did that happen? Yeah, everyone was saying EK fell off. Like he's not the same Carlson. To be fair, he's not the same Carlson. He's but like better. That's his best God. season ever. Yeah. Dude Jeez. went from he went from 35 points in 50 games last season to 181. What changed? 25 goals. He hit a career high in both goals and assists this year. Didn't he just what? have a kid with his wife? So like he's like new dad strength or something? Like like what's Probably. the What's the situation here? So, hey, listen, good for him. I love, I've loved Eric Carlson. I still love him as a shark. That's one shark I cannot hate. 
So hey, you know, he uses my Twitter header that I made for him, so he better let me hold the Norris Trophy this you, year. You basically like assisted on all 100 of those points this year. Oh, absolutely. See, when you think uh, about it, so best teammate. See, yeah, when you think about it, Eric Carlson and I, we have a combined like what? Probably three Norris trophies after this season. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, no, that's I can't believe that happened. He's the uh, sixth defenseman ever. Yeah, and the first one since the nineties, no? Like um thirty yeah. years ago, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. Since ninety one ninety two, so exactly thirty one years ago. Dude, man, wow. that is crazy. Congrats to mm-hmm. Eric, like gem of a human being and just gem of a player too. I can't believe he's already been a shark for five seasons. It doesn't feel real. I, I refuse to believe that, man. Almost a golden knight, by the way. We got confirmation of that. Almost, almost happened. A bolt too. Well, I mean, yeah. better as a golden knight for sure, but yeah, I know, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> some more. Obviously, we talked about the Bruins. 63 wins so far. They got one game left against Montreal. They should win that. NHL I think they record. Set the all time record, yeah, for points, too. Unreal. Uh, Roland, got some other milestones on the list? Well, yeah. Well, Stammer, pretty sure he hit, um, well, he did hit a thousand games. They held the ceremony for it not that long ago against the Leafs. It's been a while, actually, since he hit a thousand, so took him a couple of days to get a nice homecoming presentation and everything, but a couple of milestones for him. Thousand games, thousand points, too. 500 goals as well this season too and 500 assists it was just the year for stamkos like First it's crazy Famer, no doubt i'm no, i'm just glad 100%. he made it to this point because like i just remember that dude just like always being injured and i yeah. was just like i feared for him but what's absolutely tremendous is he's played 80 games this year he's probably gonna play maybe again actually well maybe he won't play against detroit just because they want to rest him but 84 points in 80 games 34 of them being goals like take a bow man like absolutely mm-hmm. great season yeah. legend legend no doubt probably the greatest bolt ever would you say oh 100 no yeah. doubt in my mind two stanley cups two maurice richard trophies the first 60 goal season for the lightning and was like the only 60 goal season for like the last 10 years until matthews broke it and then this year mcdavid and Pasta just decided to say, fuck it, we ball, and have 60 goal seasons of their own. Yeah, players just having 60 goal seasons is just still fucking absurd. Like, it's, it is. Absurd. I don't know if it's like the, the, the chip, the tracking chips and the puck, or like the smaller goal equipment. I don't know what's happening, but like, it just seems like players, like, ever since Austin Matthews started doing like that little like toe drag release wrist shot thing, other <laughs> players have just kind of been doing similar shit. And like, their wrist shots have just been like fucking, mew, fucking breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very interesting. It's also weird when I like think of Steven Stamkos as the greatest bolt of all time. My brain immediately goes to like Martin Saint Louis and like Vinny LeCavier, like guys I watched when I was younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like when they won in the early thousands. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. I'll be looking back on Steven Stamkos, like I look back on those guys now. It's just a fact. Same with yeah. Victor Hedman. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of those guys. So very interesting. I mean, Marty, Marty was basically like a like a trailblazer, you know, being undrafted five foot eight in the NHL. And then that opened up the door for like a lot of guys. Look at Tyler Johnson. And there was Barkley Goodrow, also undrafted, like small guys, short kings, as people like to say. They came in and <laughs> made a statement of their own. 
Like it was pretty cool to see. And then obviously things went sour in Tampa, but still, I mean, Marty was award winning. He was an award winning fiend with the lightning art Ross, lady Bing, lady Bing, another art Ross, another lady Bing. Like he was, he also won the heart the year that they won the cup. 94 points, 82 games. Like he was, he was the guy, but you know, then Steven Stamkos came along and then he became the guy like his Stamkos, like in, in Tampa Bay, they literally called him Mr. Tampa Bay. Cause he was what defined Tampa Bay sports for the longest time. I remember going down 2019 everywhere you look, it's just lightning stuff. There was zero rays, zero like bucks promotions around the city. The city just loves Tampa and, you know, Stamkos staying, you know, made them fall in love with it that much more. So greatest bolt in my mind, and just it's it's a fact at this point. Just I I agree. Yeah, yeah. I just need to mention something you said, Barclay Goodrow, and I just need to make it known every time I hear that name that we do not fuck with Barclay Goodrow around these parts. <laughs> so just let him, <laughs> letting that be known, I I root for him, against him everywhere he plays because of that one game seven. Or he yeah. didn't play the entire OT. He's like, oh, let's put the fourth line out there. They haven't played Barclay Goudreau scores. Like, okay, like nice fucking fake ass sport. Anyways, uh, moving on to some more milestones. You got you know Claude Drew with a thousand points. That's pretty sick. Uh, yeah. Sends with a pretty meh year. So not much to talk about there. Like they got they got like three like top ish scorers in the league, and they still miss playoffs. But you know, it's getting there though with the Senators. So I mean, hey, G's G's the perfect guy to go into next season with 35-year-old vet. He's definitely going to be, I mean, hey, 78 points, 30, 34 of them being goals in 81 games. It's pretty good. Uh, do we think Alex Dabrinkin takes a pay cut? Uh, Dabrink, they said that they're going to hit him up with his qualifying offer of $9 million. That is not so, a pay cut. That is a pay raise. raise. So that'll be a one-year $9 million deal, correct? Possibly depends what they the qualifying offer. Okay, maybe. Um, but at the same time, though, I think they'll get something done. It's just a down year for for ADB. That's really it. I think he's gonna stay now because heard somewhere that like Brady Kachuk was telling like, oh, Ottawa is now like a destination, which I can kind of see that too. I mean, eventually it's gonna start getting there, but everything's trending in the right direction. Chikrin too. I mean, I hope there. Ryan Reynolds buys that fucking team and we get a welcome to Ottawa show and. Mm-hmm. I become like the biggest Imagine. Sens fan in North America, even though they're Dude, not. I'm not even, I I will absolutely buy a Timmy Stew jersey, no doubt. Um, Just a friendly reminder: get your jerseys before next uh, before oh, two seasons from now. We oh, we did not. In. Yeah, so we're gonna deviate. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that real quick. What a Ugh. fucking disappointment that is. I I again, I'm setting a a, a fuck record for this podcast. <laughs> a lot of a lot of BS that's going on. A lot of bullshit. So like, fanatics <laughs> being the jersey supplier is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, I am so extraordinarily glad that I bought up a bunch of Vegas Adidas blanks of all the ones I didn't have, and then got just took them to the the rink, uh, the practice arena here, and just got names put on them for cheap. So I got uh, a gold blank. I put Petrangelo 7 with A on it. I got another gray blank. I put Eichel 9 on it. Um, so now I have one of every Vegas jersey and the Adidas jerseys, which are great. So, yeah, I, I'll be riding those for the next 10 years. <laughs> it's really just disappointing that the NHL, I mean, to be fair, what ended up happening was Nike never even made an offer. Under Armour never even made an offer. Obviously, Reebok has stepped away from sports. And CCM just didn't have the money nor the facilities to like start manufacturing jerseys like en masse. 
that's that's apparently what was told and from some people in the nhl that i know they also said that too so i mean it's disappointing all around but i mean fanatics was already making the replicas so it's it's very nhl of them to just like oh let's do less and just make them our main supplier and it's there you go i, I hope jerseys start ripping like a son of a bitch in games now I truly mm-hmm. am not yeah. kidding. You're probably getting a better bargain in co- terms of quality by going to DH Gate. So oh. DH Gate, proud sponsor of the Dangle Me This podcast. DH Gate use, probably the Chinese government. Use code Xi Jinping for zero percent off. Plus. Use code Bing Chilling for twenty five percent off your first <laughs> DH Gate order. Oh man. Uh, moving on to the milestones though, and less about the Chinese government. Uh, Crosby. 1500 points very cool definitely a top five hockey player ever in my mind just Sidney Crosby period I mean nothing much more to say um just kind of breezing through these so we can get the juicy stuff got OV 802 goals uh what did he end the season with let me pull up a great question Washington because I know he just needed to average like 30 goals for the next three years or some some shit to beat Gretzky which I knew he I know for a fact he's gonna do yeah, so um, I don't know if Ovi's done right now per se, but as of right now, it stands in seventy-two games. He's got forty-two goals, thirty-two assists for seventy-four points. This I, is like, I love. He him. just he just consistently hits forty goals. The only time he really didn't was the um, COVID shortened season twenty twenty-one. Mm-hmm. He put up twenty-four and forty-five. Would have scored fifty that year. So probably would have, man. It's no, no doubt in my mind. Like. It's he's gonna get number one eventually. Yeah, yeah. He's well gonna deserved. keep. If Yarmy or Yager can keep playing, then this guy can too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously Pasta and McDavid both with sixty goal seasons. Uh, I said this a few years ago about Connor McDavid. A few years ago, more. I say, and I still agree with this. I say he goes down as better than Gretzky when it's all said and done at this pace. Absolutely. Who's that? Uh, Connor, Connor McDavid. McDavid. Yeah, I feel like with the last season, McDavid just decided to have enough of passing and just decided to start shooting more. Like <laughs> you can see the way that things have changed for him. He went like 41, 41, 34, 33, 44, and then just was like, fuck it. We ball 64. <laughs> well, most of the time he's like, most of the time his teammates are 30 feet behind him because they're so yeah. slow compared to his ass. I've, yeah, no, like it's speaking of, you know, his teammates, like, Quite quickly, just subtly changing topics. Three one hundred point scores on the Oilers. Yeah, how fucking good is that power play, dear lord? Power play merchants. It's everywhere, a guaranteed you know goal every time they're on the power play. I swear yep. to God. Like when they played Vegas the other night, I was like, okay, power play goal. So like power play, we, they're gonna score. We we lost. That's fine. And then they did, of course. Hey, Zach Hyman's got thirty six goals. I mean, listen, you're yeah. power play, uh, baby. How many goals would I have if you put me in the power play with McDavid? I probably can't even stand up on skates anymore. Like, you know, you would have at least one. <laughs> I think I would have maybe like a 20 goal season and I can't probably. stand up on the ice. So yeah, that's how good Connor McDavid is. I, th- I say better than Gretzky when it's all said and done, r- regardless of championships, I feel like. Um, I just feel yeah. like pure individual, like how much he, I've never seen a hockey player in my entire lifetime carry an entire team like he does. Um, 150 point season. When was the last time we had that Mario? No, probably. Um, I mean, 
if you slot a player like McDavid on a team like Vegas, like it's dude, over. It's just, over, bro. William Carlson probably has like a 200 point season, and that's like all in the power play. Like what? Like like William Carlson with his 90th goal of the year because McDavid just fucking hucking it across the the crease right to his stick. It's like all right, nice. Like, can you imagine the Olympics? Stamkos and McDavid on the same power play. Uh, McDavid just fucking little whip pass just, to Stamkos, fucking clap bomb in every time. Stevens gonna just be like, he's gonna have his like old person Walker just getting to a spot in the circle, and McDavid just like finds him instantly, and Stamkos just one knee, no chance, just absolutely oh, buries that puck, bro. Unreal. It's absolutely disgusting that we're coming up on McDavid 1,000 points sooner rather than later. Yeah. <laughs> He's 849. Tell me I'm old without telling me I'm old. He's 26. <laughs> like, we got we got a lot of time left, dude. We got like another fucking 14 years of this guy probably. So it's so it's buckle up. Speaking of the other 60 goal scorer, David Pasternak, hat trick to score 60. This guy's, he's consistent every season. I love Pasta, man. Yeah. Finally getting some money he deserves too with that. Was $11.5 million extension? 11 to 5. Yeah. 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 Just such a likable guy. Deserves every penny of that contract. Uh, Incredible player. Incredible shot. One thing I hate him for is that stupid Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Hey, ref, check your voicemail. You missed some calls. You missed some calls. (laughs) All right, David, that was great. Let's try it one more time with some human emotion. Um, (laughs) Yeah, David Poshnok, goat. Love him. Also only 26. Dear Lord. We got we're we're in a golden era of hockey right now. Like there's those we NHL are. commercials they're airing where it's like we're in the golden age, and uh, ironically they show no golden knights footage, which is hilarious. But um, it truly <laughs> is the golden age, though. It it really is in more ways than one. So yep, Vegas Cup 2023. Uh, speaking of yeah, speaking of playoff age. matchups, yeah. it's the age of the playoffs now. So this it's is like, this is where we age. land if everything's to stay where it is today. So recording this on April twelfth. Yeah. Um, Dude, Seattle, Colorado is going to be a wild, wild first round. Man, is that locked in for sure? It's not. The only one locked in is Toronto, Tampa. Okay. Yeah. Um, but just hypothetically speaking, I think that'll be a fucking absolute banger of a series. I know Colorado has had a ton of injury problems, like. Vegas level injury problems, if not worse. Um, mm-hmm. And they're still alive somehow. Yeah, let's just see. They're, they're relatively deep and they, you know, they just angle snap silly. Just play good, get pucks deep. And, you know, not much else to say, but yeah, that's going to be a goal scorers series for sure. Uh, very mm-hmm. excited to see that one. Um, I got Colorado taking that in six, though. I'd say five. I have no faith in Grubauer or Martin Jones. I would love to be proven wrong because don't get me wrong, Kraken sexiest color scheme in the league. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I I don't I don't see them surviving Nathan McKinnon no. and Nico Rantanen. No, no, no there's no chance in fuck Seattle beats Colorado first round, but Six be it'll be fun to it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Um Dallas, Minnesota, which is kind of a funny matchup but um, I, I think Dallas takes it it's just Jay caught dare I say it Jay Cottinger is too good right now ooh. Jason Robertson you have Jamie Jamie Ben's having a good season dare I say it every it's, everything is clicking in Dallas yeah it, the only thing scary though is like Minnesota's on like a hot streak 
coming into the playoffs. Like they just have been like True. crushing lately. So it usually fizzle out pretty hard though in the playoffs, like in a really violent way. Could too. Be. Yeah, could be. Um, personally, just surface level prediction on that one. I say Dallas in six, purely because Pete DeBoer is their coach, and I think Dallas goes all the way to the conference finals. Just because Pete DeBoer is their coach, and then loses to Vegas, of course, obviously. Um, <laughs> but Pete DeBoer is a conference finals merchant. He just can. He just only gets there, and yeah. it's just like perpetually there. So yeah, I got Dallas in six, uh, Vegas, Winnipeg, Vegas in four. Moving on to Edmonton, That's LA. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, listen, I'm I'm far too biased to not be a dickhead about that. Vegas in four, Vegas in five, like. Put fucking put me in net, dude. Like I don't care. Like they're winning. They're winning that series. Period. I mean, so. speaking of net, Connor Hellebuck's been incredibly hot as of late, though. He's like, he's genuinely better. So like, ding, yeah, Vegas and four. <laughs> Same time though, Connor Hellebuck. He's legit the only reason that the Jets are even in the playoffs. They they look semi competent. I mean, this is what a Western Conference Finals rematch of Vegas's first season. Yep. So I mean, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna it's be buffling. Fun. Oh my god. That was terrifying. fun. That was fucking hilarious. That's that, that was fun. I will never forget that, that season ever. Um yeah. yeah so, so obviously I got Vegas and oh, fuck I it. I got Vegas. Goes. I got Vegas and four. Fuck it. I'm I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> um just I don't know. Like they're just I got good. I got Vegas in five or six. I got Vegas in three and the Winnipeg just conceded <laughs> the last game because there's like a surprise really? snowstorm or something. Like we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, Edmonton, Edmonton LA. LA. That'll oh. be that'll be a pretty decent matchup. This one's that's tricky. Gonna be, that's a good one because it's a rematch of last year. Upgrades all over for both teams, especially in goal for you know both Oilers and the Kings. Kings going with Copley and Corpusalo. Oilers going with Skinner and Campbell. Campbell's he's had a season last for sure. Both of those tandems kind of suck, in my opinion. They do suck, and they probably won't survive. But Stuart Skinner's been like incredibly good this year. His and mustache per sixty's been off the charts, but dude, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think McDavid, with the season he's had, he's also young, so he's not going to get burned out. But I think he I just absolutely waxes Kopitar and the Kings. Like, no question. I think Oilers in six. Yeah. I think he's on a mean streak right now. Like, they're, they're just tired of fucking not making it to the finals, and they're, like, on a mission. But that can fuck them, too, if they're, like, not thinking. They're thinking too far ahead. They could fuck them against LA. Yeah, that seems to be a trend with them. I got. I can scoop them. I got Oilers in seven, and I think seven, and it's going to be a fucking claw your way to the finish kind of seven. Just a bloodbath. I yeah. like that. I like that. All all gas, no defense, no goalies. You yep. think that kind of kind of game seven? Wild. Yeah. Fuck. Just goofy shit. Um, I think I don't know. Like looking at both of those teams' tandems and how successful they've been this year. It's like kind of like a good commentary on the state of goaltending in the NHL, where like Martin Jones you carried the first half of Seattle's starter. season. Yeah. It's like, well, it's just like most teams don't have it. Like, there's like such a scarcity of goaltending right now. It's wild. Who's who's Colorado's tandem? It's Fransos and and uh, Georgiev. Georgiev. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, like weird tandems everywhere. I mean, Vegas is rolling Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson. Like, we're not gonna act like that's not weird. It's weird that they're both very good. Like, I feel like they shouldn't mm-hmm. be, but. Yeah, weird. I think the, I weird. think most goalies just are a product of their system. Like 
Georgiev, etc. They don't have to worry about like you know having a Maple Leafs defense in front of them because like what's it called? You just have Nathan McKinnon doing Nathan McKinnon things just in front of you, and you're just like, all right, I'm a I'm gonna chill back here for like 30 minutes of tonight. Go and bar down every other shot. Yeah, yeah. With Kale McCarr. Oh, 100 (laughs) percent. Um, Isn't yeah. car injured right now too? I know he's been having a lot of like concussion issues or something this year. Not oh, not nice. something you want to yeah. fuck around with. So that shit's scary. I don't um, think he's out. I think he's just been missing games here and there. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> All right, let's go to the East, where Boston may be playing the Islanders. Huh. Um, go four. Bruins. Go Bruins. So, yeah. Bruins. Bruins and four. Bruins, Bruins and four. Fucking two, dude. Like I don't even know. Like you know what? I'll do you one better. Bruins before the series even starts. Yeah. No, I say like real prediction on that. Like real shit. I say Bruins and five. Like the Islanders yeah. squeak one out, and the Bruins are like what the yeah. fuck was that? And they get like pissed one again. one home game. Yeah. Yeah. Ilya Sorokin's been playing out of his mind. So I mean, if the Islanders can steal at least like a game one, like Columbus did against Tampa. Anything can happen, especially in the playoffs. And as much as I hate to give the Islanders credit as a Lightning fan, they're known for just being the most suffocating and obnoxious, annoying bunch of losers you would hope to never play. <laughs> like, I'm talking these guys will take a 2 nothing win or even a one nothing win instead of like, oh, here's a 5-2 win. Like, these guys will shut you down. And you know, well, we could use that because we need Boston to go through a lot of trials and tribulations before they get any further. Test the Bruins, soften them up for the winner of Toronto, Tampa, and yeah, man. I was gonna say I'd like to see a Boston Carolina matchup. That'd be a wild series. Oh yeah. Speaking of Carolina, Carolina, Florida is looking looking like the second wild card matchup. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this series should be a slam dunk for Carolina. But something tells me this is going to go like six or seven for just no reason. I think Carolina wins, but this is one of those series so that just too. it just goes weirdly deep. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't have much to say. I didn't. I haven't watched any Carolina or Florida games this year, so. Well, the Panthers have literally been saved by Alex Lyon. Huh. Um, just Ironic. some random, tw- yeah, twenty-five-year-old keeper, I think, or whatever the hell he is. I think he's like thirty. Well, let's let's let me check the cap friendly on this. You know, he's 30. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Spencer Knight is in the um, player program, so hope he's all right. I mean, to go into that at 21, can't even imagine how tough that could be. Bob, Bob has been like just he's regressed to Columbus Bobrovsky, and I'm not talking 2019 sweep Tampa Bobrovsky. I mean, just like he's he's the Bobrovsky we all love and hate. But I mean, yeah, I it's it's gonna be some crazy series for sure. Isn't yeah, Andrei Svechnikov's on LTIR. Oh, so uh, yeah, Torres Achilles, right? Yeah, Svechnikov mm-hmm. LTIR, Max Pacioretty LTIR, Achilles Andre, as well. Yep, Andre Kasha never playing a game again. Sam with Jay Gardner never playing a game again. There, there's just no. I mean, it's obviously Sebastian Ajo, but there's no finish player on that team like there's no one that's gonna destroy the puck into the back of the net like i'm nervous for carolina because i know that florida is just being absolutely carried by matthew kachuk and sasha barkov yeah i mean i said that teams on a heater tend to fizzle out but i think florida's got some good good momentum going into the playoffs 
um every game i've watched them watched from them recently there's been a lot of like passion and like team cohesion so i, I also know. think i also think they have a meaner back end than um than the canes do because i mean the canes what they have slavin burns like we're talking threats slavin burns ghost bear and pesci and then Coglin, dehan whatever like they're just there Meanwhile, Panthers, you got Ekblad, who's thankfully healthy for this year's playoffs. Montour, Forsling's a good offensive D. He's had a great season. Radko Gudis and Mahura, he's been okay. And obviously there's Mark Stahl, a noted pylon. But yeah, man, I don't know. I think I think the Cats pull off the upset here, which is, I hate to admit, as a fan of the, the rival in the state. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can uh... see that. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. I could, I could see that absolutely. Uh, one of my, one of the, I think New York and, and New Jersey, if they end up playing, there's just going to be a fucking heater. Like game seven for sure. I'm ready for the line brawls between like Chris Kreider and. It's going to be yeah, <laughs> excellent TV to watch. Oh, dude, I'm not even kidding. Just. Yeah, it's gonna be one of the series of all time. Does Patrick <laughs> Kane? Does Patrick Kane finally make it back to the promised land? No, I don't think so. We I, shall see. I don't. I'm Let's not. A, I'm not a Rangers believer. I don't know. I. I. I think. I'm not either. I am, but, but it's a tough against a tough New Jersey team. So. Fuck it, man. I I gassed at New Jersey heavy preseason, like before the season started, because I was like, damn, they make, they're making moves. They're gonna they're gonna compete this year. So they're one team that didn't make me look stupid. So I got yeah. oh this 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 one's crazy. I got the I got the Devils. I think I, think I said Rangers, but I said Devils. Uh, I got the Devils in five. Wow. I just I don't believe in the Rangers. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't. I'm not. I just Biz has been calling them Fugazis. I might be on the Fugazi train. I don't know. I sometimes I can fuel you up though. Oh, dude, I know, I know. I don't know. Just it's, it's it, there's no logic behind my rationale, right? It's a completely just no, gut, yeah. just like fan. I sit on my fucking couch and watch these games type shit. So yeah, I don't know. Like no no disrespect to the Rangers. I think you guys are just Fugazis. I don't know. I want. I want to believe. I want to believe only, in Igor. Yeah, there's only one way to find out, and that's playoff season, boys. Yep, I'm so excited, and speaking, so we saved the best for last. Speaking of finding this out, is this the, the year? Fucking, yeah. this is the fucking matchup for first round. Speaking of finding out, will we find out if the Maple Leafs win their first playoff series since 2004? <laughs> By the way, that drought is old enough to start a university career. I just hope you're all aware. Yikes. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. personally... Is everyone healthy on the Leafs team? For the most part, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. O'Reilly came back, so they immediately just have the advantage when it comes to, um, to health. Muzzin, he's probably never going to play another game again. Yeah, no, it's dare I say it for the Lightning? It's Jover. I I'm personally as wow. a Lightning fan not too optimistic. Leafs in seven. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! My my reasoning is this. My reasoning is this. 
Vasilevsky's he's let in a lot of softies, but obviously, you know, playoff Vasilevsky, he's a lot different. A we lot. lost Tanner we lost Tanner Janot, Maroon, and he's five probably gonna be too. playing injured. Yeah, and five picks too. <laughs> Hedman is not the same as he was, and I don't think the back injury he sustained in Carolina, I don't think like it's what I guess what I'm trying to say is like he's he's hiding it. He's playing through it. I cannot and, wait to put this on Twitter when you say least in seven when Tampa's going to the finals. You know what? I would love to, I I would love to be proven wrong, but I think like if you're a Leafs fan, no matter how this series finishes, it's embarrassing either way. It's embarrassing that it took you this long to put your nuts on the table and finally go out and make a haul at the deadline. Just to and lose in the second round. Yeah, yeah, just to lose in the second round to Boston. <laughs> but if but if but if you lose in round one, then like guys, what happened? There like I would I would be scared to go to work the next day. Dude, I'm sorry. I lose. There is no happy ending for them unless it's a Stanley Cup. Like this is the team you have to win a cup with. And <laughs> as a Lightning fan, I want to see our guys win three and four. Same time though, I'd be kind of happy with like us having like an early break recharge more for next year because we've played the most games out of any team over the last five years, dude. Yeah. Like Toronto, for the sake of yourselves. And just get over the meme. Just just do the fucking thing, man. Yeah. I think it's time. Yeah, it's just, it's time. It has to be. Surely, It has right? to be. After, if it's not this year, like, I think fans will just be like, fuck it. Like, what, what's the next closest team? Like, we're, we're done. If, if you're not winning with prime Austin Matthews, who is in a contract year next year, Womp womp womp. Ooh, future golden that I reckon. Yeah. <sighs> future LA King, dare I say. Ooh, I William William Nylander's in a contract year. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not man. I'm not a Nylander. I'm not a fan. Look. Leafs in seven coming from a lightning fan, but I'd love to be proven wrong otherwise in terms of Tampa Bay winning. Yeah, I got Leafs in seven as well. Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a battle to the death. It's gonna it's not I don't think it's gonna be as grindy as Edmonton LA uh is gonna be in my prediction. Mm-hmm. But um I do think it's gonna come down to a couple of goals, a couple of mistakes, you know, uh Roland's gonna be calling someone a geriatric for coughing up a puck and Foster no goal. Okay, okay, well, maybe chill on him. Anybody else? Uh yeah. I don't know. I think uh I think Toronto asked this year if Kyle Dubas wants wants a fucking job next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If boy wants exactly wants to in the city, like he's, yeah, man. he's in it for his job. I mean But yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped for for the class. So I think excited. uh I so think we need to do a weekly I think we need to rip like a quick thirty minute. I agree. Weekly, every week throughout the playoffs. And yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. You heard it here first. So. Dangle me this is officially back. Probably to not upload after the first week of playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will always be around, scattered or otherwise. The attempts, exactly. the attempts are there. The attempts the are there. The intentions there. But sweet fellas, I think this is a good. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. yeah, that's a wrap on the regular season too. Only 
about one day left to go before the season's officially in the books. Yeah. One day See to go. everyone in the playoffs. One day to go until Vegas clinches the Pacific. So <laughs> I got my beard going. It's a fucking tragic, pathetic little beard. It's just like a neck beard. It looks like I play World of Warcraft every day. Um, <laughs> but it's going. So, and I will not be shaving. So, dangle me this. We're out. Peace. Peace.